Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. It's a blessing to be amongst you. Uh, we have Dua Lipa news coming in a moment. We have a Renee Zellweger story first. Okay. But um, this is intriguing. I'm very excited because today uh, there is an NBC true crime series beginning called The Thing About Pam. And it stars Renee Zellweger. So she's been doing interviews here and there. And yes, I do have the DVR set. Thank you. Thank you. Um, she was opening up about how she took some time away from acting in 2010 to rest and like recharge. And, you know, she she was really hot for quite a while. Sure. Doing a lot of stuff. And then she took that hi- hiatus, came back with uh, Bridget Jones' baby, and then her Oscar winning turn in Judy, in which she was amazing. Yes. So on on the Today Show yesterday, she told Savannah and Hoda that when she stepped away, she learned some things that were not related to work. You're going to love this, Steve. One of the subjects she educated herself on was international law. Wow. She said she learned about the subject through public policy courses at UCLA and saying that she's just been interested in politics. So Hoda asked her, you know, what do you have an end goal? Is is there something you want to do with this? And she said, you know, I'm not sure right now, but I'll bore anybody to death at a dinner party. You can ask my (laughs) friends. Uh, And she said, so don't get me started. But she did enjoy living under the radar. She spent time on a farm in Connecticut, and she's got a beach house in the Hamptons. She's got a home in Santa Barbara, and then she took some screenwriting classes at UCLA. But wait, there's more. Renee Zellweger also wrote a TV pilot with one of her professors. She pitched it to Lifetime. They passed on it. and But basically, she said, I wanted to grow. She said, Office. if you don't explore other things, yes. this is you, Steve. Queen, speak it. You wake up 20 years later and you're still that same person who only learns anything when she goes out to research a character. Wow. Listen. There you go. We all fall into that trap. Renee Zellweger is speaking on behalf of so many of us, which is you do the thing that you do and you do it. And not to say that you shouldn't have a long career in one field, but... Just because that is your nine to five doesn't mean that that's the only thing that should stimulate you or challenge you intellectually, personally. Sure. There should be things in life, opportunities that you pursue that scare you. You know, yes. you should get out of your comfort zone and feel nervous about taking the next step forward. Like this is, it's good. It's good for us. That's really cool. Good for her. How about just being there at, uh, at college, and then Renee Zellweger's there beside you, just because she wanted to study law. It's yeah, interesting. it's amazing. 
Hats off to her. Are you going to be watching this thing about Pam? No. Okay. But also, fun, a little takeaway there, too. Renee Zellweger. She's Renee Zellweger, ladies and gentlemen. And she goes to Lifetime and says, hey, I want to pitch a pilot. And they pass. I mean, that just shows you, if ever you fear no, like... I encourage people as quickly as you can to stop fearing the word no or the possibility no. You doesn't matter how high up you get. You could be loved on by the Academy Awards and still have someone then tell you no. When you pitch a pilot to Lifetime. Lifetime. We're not talking like, you know, some highfalutin artistic situation here. It's Lifetime. She still got a no. And she's Renee Zellweger. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Donna. Thanks for having me now. That counts as a your monthly forced personal development topic. Thank and so you, you are uh, good for the rest of the month of March. Great. Thank you. Dua Lipa. We talked about this last week, that she had found herself in a situation over copyright infringement mm-hmm. for this song. And there was a reggae band. Who said, wait a minute, levitating, we kind of came up with that same vibe that she's singing. How we deliver the lines, the melody, the whole thing. And now, two more folks. Now, the one that we listened to last week seemed like it was really on the nose. There are two more that are a little bit different. So, uh, Billboard is reporting that songwriters L. Russell Brown and Sandy Linzer filed a suit on Friday this past that levitating copies two of their songs. Wiggle and Giggle All Night and Don Diablo, which were rele- released in 1979 and 1980, respectively. Rocco, should we listen to Wiggle sure. and Giggle first? Why not? Here comes. And basically, and I think they're kind of going for the opening verse, kind of the cadence and melody of the verse. Here, let's see here. I want to be in the Caribbean right yeah. now. So you hear it, though, right? right? I think it's coming up here. I don't hear it. That's, no. Now, can we hear Levitating again? Um, we're going to ask you. I do like it, though. Dig a 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 suit though no that one's dismissed case but dismissed do you remember the one last week though rocco what was the yeah, what was the, it, it, what was the, the title was of that ASS. one ass yeah oh and i thought that they sorry article, those are the article article sound system or something, something like that, that. I'll dig them up too. i thought that that one that first lawsuit seemed the most the the the, the closest I think because didn't I even didn't you grant me the power of judge jury and executioner last week with mm-hmm. this donna yes and then i actually ruled in favor of the plaintiffs, right? not the defendant that would be Dua Lipa. By the way, Ed is in court right now, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, for Shape of You. Oh. You're right on that. Yeah. Here's levitating. Yeah, that's too close. The judge rules in favor of Article Sound System. Yeah, meanwhile, (laughs) uh, Don Diablo and Giggle All Night, you've been dismissed. Yeah, Yeah. you can go home. And by the way, why did those two songwriters write the same song twice? They copywrote themselves. Yeah. They should be suing themselves. Hey, we want to remind you, my friends, that we're doing something really cool that we would love for you to be a part of. My Talk is partnered with Alight to do the doable. My Talkers for Ukraine is a way for My Talk listeners to give directly 
to a light who has teams on the ground in Poland helping Ukrainian refugees. More than one million people have already fled Ukraine since the invasion of their country. And a lights team in Poland, who we will be talking with at 1130, is providing relief items and medical supplies, safe transport and support for host communities. So if you would like to donate, go to mytalk1071.com, click on My Talkers for Ukraine, right there on the main page, or you can use keyword Ukraine. And again, at 1130, we will be calling Poland to talk with Igor from Alight to learn a little bit more about the situation that they're seeing. Cannot wait to hear from him to see firsthand what he is witnessing yes. and taking part in. Um, we are up to $31,145. That's awesome. Thank you, everybody. And thank you to our most recent donors. You guys are really being very generous. We've got, uh, let's see, Julie and Christine and uh, Anne and Susie and Hope and Leah. And we have a message here. Uh, Carla said she gave $50 dedicated to my talk host and everyone behind the scenes making us have the opportunity to help. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And thank you, Bridget and Sue. I mean, just the list goes on and on. Jennifer and Aaron. Aaron, our buddy Aaron. Very generous. Thank you. When we come back, we'll get into a study. A large percentage of Americans say that they have this in their homes. It's kind of a little... uh, I wonder if Rocco has something like this. Also, I have to tell you about the the new brain drug I'm going to get on. All natural. Stevie Boy's about to go new a tropic on us. I'll explain what happened last night uh, when we return. Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, Steve. Drop and give me 50. Okay. Wow. Really? Yeah, I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29, 30. Join at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything fun. Everything steady, buddy? Oh, let's study, my friend. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Studies have shown that... Studies medical- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Uh, there was a poll done, a new poll of Americans. And 65% of those Americans say... They have a product in their home that they consider a quote-unquote cure-all. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like a little homebrew situation, which is brew. Or maybe just a random thing like vinegar that people think fixes everything. Well, yeah, I will. Yeah, apple cider vinegar, I've done some of those sort of things. Me too. In total vulnerability. Mm. You know, um, coconut oil is another good one. Skin problems, scalp problems, Mm. really great deep conditioner for your hair. Do you have one of these kind of things? Not really. I just think it's important to like always have Vaseline, Vicks. Those are good ones. Do you? I've tried fire cider. Recently, do not know what that means. It's it's a homeopathic sort of a thing. You can get it at uh, co-ops, Rock. I bet you love that. Okay, I'm in. And uh, it's essentially like a really spicy drink. Oh, I think there's ginger in there, 
apple cider vinegar, maybe cayenne. I like a spicy drink when I have got uh, an illness to try to, I think it can like stimulate the Clear system inside. It can do a little bit of that, but I think it's more attacking also like this natural makeup of a drink that is supposed to be just potent and activate the system and all sorts of things in you that you boost are your kind immunity. of like into the trying stuff like that. Yeah. Let's get back to that in a second. Okay. All right. Um. So here's something for skin problems, and they're not. These aren't really family secrets or anything. But 73 percent of people say they'd be excited to share their go-to products, but unfortunately, they didn't include a lot of that in this poll. But um, the top cure-all item is antibi- antibiotic ointment. Hmm. Ointment? Yeah, like triple, like, uh, what do you call that? Um, triple an- uh, antibiotic. Neosporin. Yeah, neosporin is a triple antibiotic. So, oh. like, I'll use it on my lips. I'll use it on broken skin. Oh. A cut. Yeah. Uh, petroleum jelly is second, followed by witch hazel which I haven't seen in years. Uh, yeah, I've never done anything with that. Rubbing alcohol, mm-hmm. vapo rub. So you probably have a lot of these in your home. Do you have a first aid kit? Kind of, yeah, I guess. Okay. That's smart. Yeah. Gauze, per- bandages. Peroxide is good to have on. Great to get blood out of things, peroxide. Yes. I got blood on my uh, Very- a new sweatshirt that I got last week, and I get, before I put it in the wash, I'm like, I got to get peroxide on that. Do you know what? What, cream? I believe if you use an oxy spray, mm-hmm. basically the same thing. I think oxy... Like oxy cream? It's like an oxygen bleach, yes, which, yes, which is one of the ingredients, I believe, in peroxide. Is oh, maybe that's where they get the oxy from, peroxy. Right! Fun, man. This is why we do the show. Ah, yes! Listen, you're going to want to say goodbye to me today. Okay. By the way, if I die tonight, you can play this audio tomorrow. It's okay, fine. Okay, thank you. But you're going to want to say goodbye to Stevie Boy as you know him. A few years ago, I started to explore some things in the world of nootropics. Look, we all presume that I have ADHD, okay? I just haven't scheduled a visit to go and do it. I also have a couple. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A couple of friends who have dealt with ADHD symptoms and then they get on something, but I hear there can be some really great things from that, but also it could sometimes the spark of personality can sort of go away and that gets muted as focus ramps up. So I wondered, are there any all natural things? A couple years ago, maybe three years ago, I tried something, I think it was called Genius Fuel or something like that, and it was a powder, and I took it. It made me feel a little little jittery, a little hopped up. But I keep seeing these ads on social media about these things that can increase your focus and we all know stevie boy could use that so i started doing some research last night did about 30 minutes of poking around looking at different things different reviews who are the big players in the game today 
I will be receiving, via the Amazon guy, something called Neurofuel. It is called a Siltep, C-I-L-T-E-P. I guess the two big, two big names in brain-boosting supplements are Siltep and Alpha Brain. And what this will do is, in theory, it has really good reviews from people who have actually used it. And it's got this weird artichoke leaf extract thing that is supposed to help you to lock and load on tasks to stay focused, um, maintain your momentum throughout the day. Uh, if you've got a, a lot of things that you can just stay focused and energized and all that kind of stuff, mental stamina, productivity, people seem to like it. So I was reading about that. As I was doing that, I saw something called a dopamine booster. Like dopamine is the good thing. Like right when you get a dopamine. Happy. Yeah, that's happy. Do you know that you can get an all natural, and I'm not a doctor, so you best do your own research, my friends. Something called a dopamine booster. They say it's a nutritional motivation aid, which stimulates the right chemicals in your brain to keep you feeling positive about the things that you need to do. Hmm. Would you be willing to take one of these before a show someday? Oh, hell no. Donna! Nope. You're dopamine low. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty uh, pretty even killed here. Anyway, we'll see what happens to me in the coming days. When we return, we are talking with Igor from Poland, who is working with a light during the Ukrainian crisis. That live next. Don and Steve, we were trying to reach Igor on the ground in uh, Poland, and um, as you predicted, uh, our <laughs> our expertise in no. dialing out is not going no. as well. Did as we, we manifest this? No, you did. Way to put well, that out in the universe. Well, listen, I just said part of the excitement would be uh, figuring out it's difficult to dial out of the building. If you want to order Jimmy John's, it's a problem. And now we're trying to go to Poland live on the telephone, and so. Um, Igor Radonchik is the uh, senior water and shelter advisor for Alight. Alight right now is on the ground in Poland helping Ukrainian refugees and also helping to get supplies and things needed to families who are still in Ukraine. And so it'll be uh, interesting if we're able to get him on the phone just to figure out what the what it looks like really on the ground mm-hmm. in Poland right now mm-hmm. as Alight tries to help meet some basic needs for families who obviously are in immense distress. Yeah, yeah, and especially the kids, you know. I was watching a report yesterday that basically said when the kids stop crying and they start withdrawing, that is, basically that is... uh, psychological stress and dis, you know that's that's distress for them oh yeah um i think that's a real real concern so um let's take a it's look it's a here. sign of trauma um yeah okay let's we're at $31,220 raised for ukrainian families including these these children who are in a really mm-hmm. really um dire situation here $31,220 We've raised that so far with the contributions from 368 of you, my talkers. If you feel overwhelmed by the situation and when you see headlines, you are not sure what to do. One of the greatest antidotes for that sort of anxiety and sadness for folks who are going through something difficult is to do something. And it's very easy for you to do something. When you go to mytalk1071.com, you can donate any amount of money 
will be put to good use. That yeah. is for sure. They they know how to stretch a dollar. You know, uh, this organization, Alight, does. They they do the doable and raise the funds, and they go directly to the people and the refugees from Ukraine. Um, Aaron, thank you for your donation of $94. I love that. On behalf of the people of the Ukraine, may God bless you and keep you safe. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, every little bit helps, like Steve said. It doesn't matter. You got an extra 20 bucks. Maybe you didn't make, you know, the coffee run last week. Maybe, uh, you're not going to the vending machine. Every little bit adds up. It's a, it's a group effort here. So, um, yeah, you guys are amazing. When our community needs help, you guys always step up. And, every time. uh, every time. It's so true. Every time. You know, there, there was a time I remember when I just started working here and, Something happened in, let's say, July, and then something happened in, you know, September. And the same people, the our listeners just kept coming back. So we are really thrilled to have partnered with Alight to do the doable and to raise funds to send directly to the refugees. We are uh, making an effort right now to get Poland on the phone. Um, Igor is a representative from Alight who's doing work there. Are you feeling like I cursed this situation by saying that it was going to be difficult? Am I the one who's now getting blamed for the difficult phone connection to Poland? No, I don't think it's true. Mm. I don't know. We're we're trying, you know, even though he's in Poland, I feel like he has a phone number from a different country. (laughs) Right. So we're trying that. We're trying blah, blah, blah. It's a whole thing. Well, they're doing great work. In the meantime, um, as, as we make an effort to see if we can get him... On the phone this segment, don't forget, you can go right now. Just be a part of of helping people who need our help. MyTalk1071.com. I can't even imagine. Like, I have so many questions. Like, I know that there are people who are staying back and people who are required to stay back. I understand men 18 to 60. Are they... Are they going back to their homes? Are they safe in their homes in Ukraine? Are they staying in shelters well i think it's tough to say you're safe anywhere in ukraine right now it's so unpredictable kids are hiding in bomb shelters and basements and metro stations i saw a snippet from 60 minutes but it was truly i'm taking 30 seconds out of context here of what i saw but it was a gentleman who was being interviewed by scott pelly on 60 minutes and they were what appeared to be at the i think like the border um the ukrainian border and he asked, where are you going? And he said, I'm going back home. And he said, why are you going? And he said, because we need to defend it. That's our home. And it was just very matter of fact of I've got the option to be somewhere else in relative safety or I will go there and um, and fight and yeah. defend the country. And it's it's really, I mean, the the bravery that is on display in Ukraine by the Ukrainian people mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. really something. It's yeah. really something that, you know, many of us will never, ever, ever have to make a decision close to that. Right, right. So our love and respect to the uh, to the people of Ukraine. And gosh, I just hope this all ends quickly. I do and, too. And peacefully. Definitely. Goodness. But in the meantime, 
uh, you guys can help. And, you know, the way to help is to donate and maybe also share the link where they can donate. Um, it's very secure. It's through givemn.org, uh, uh, helping out a light to help the people, the refugees in Ukraine. Um, we just had four more people who donated. Super easy. $25 from Sharon, $50 uh, from Senya, $50 from Stacy. A lot of great ways for you to get involved. Absolutely. Oh, man. I can't even believe we're living in this time. I, you know, never in my lifetime did I think that we would see something like this. It's, you know, it's what you read about in history books. It's not mm-hmm. what you experience. It's just so... I saw there was, a, there was a meme the other day uh, about millennials, as we always give millennials or um, sort of a hard time, even mm-hmm. though I am one. But it said millennials, look back at like the millennial life. They have lived through Y2K, which was sort of a, just a strange event. Mm-hmm. Um, 9-11. Yes. A multi-year global mm-hmm. pandemic. And now watching just this, you know, horrible invasion um, of which we haven't seen a European land invasion like this in decades, in decades. Mm-hmm. So it, just in even a short 20-year stretch of history, just a lot of really crazy things that have that have occurred. Totally. So scary. And in the meantime, there's still trivial things like TikTok. And I do want to let the folks know here on the Don and Steve show that next segment, we will be wrapping up. It's Tuesday. Here is normally where we would do TikTok Tuesday until we officially get rid of the segment. But it's, uh, I think, technically week three of TikTok is Tuesday. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yesterday yeah. was not. Uh, yesterday, last week was not our best work. Well, I found um, a couple that we will be able to end the show with. But did either of you come to the table with any TikTok The only thing is, I tried. I tried. Maybe some people out there can help me. Because I saw one the other day of a little kid sitting in the back seat saying, it's effing cold. <laughs> and the mom's like, what did you say? He's like, effing cold. And she's like, mm, yeah, you're right. And I was like, that's really funny. I want to hear that kid again. And I can't find it. So did he oh. say effing or did he, he did actually say, say the word? <laughs> so Which, my goal was wow. to find it, censor it, and play it for you. Wow. And he so repeated maybe, mom. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Wow. And the other thing is, just because Grant and I, and who knows if it's our fault or phones are down. No worries. Uh, but we did give Igor our phone number, so okay. hope, maybe he'll be calling in. Okay. And then if he okay, calls in, we will, we will trump TikTok Tuesday yes. for Igor. Yeah. I love the fact that his name's Igor. That is like my favorite thing. Yeah. That's a cool name. Frank? That is like a UFC kind of fighter it's name. an epic name. I mean, if we had him, it would be a full... We'll have to do that. Full epic name. Um, do you guys want to listen? Do you want to get into TikTok right now, or do you just want to delay it and read a couple emails? Why don't we do that? Okay. Does that sound like a good plan like to it. you, Donna Jane? Uh, that's not my name. Come on. It's got to be. Not. What is it? You don't know me. Donna. Um, here is what Roxanne, nah, Roseanne, who calls herself Rox, sent in. Hey, Steve, you and Lou would really like Never Have I Ever. It has a bit of Indian culture in it, and John McEnroe is the quote-unquote girl narrator. It's a coming-of-age series. Donna would love this show. Don't watch it with your kids, but could help you out with some girl parenting. Love your show. That's from Rox. Never Have I Ever. 
Mm-mm. What? No, you guys go ahead. It sounds great for you. She said you would love it. It's coming of age. It said in parentheses, Donna would love okay, this show. Okay, okay. All right. Which, where do I watch that? That was Netflix. At the top of the hour reported that Mindy Kaling's show Never Have I Ever has been renewed for a fourth and final okay. season on Netflix. Well, it must be good then. It must be. Mindy Kaling's good. She is good. She uh, She's very funny. She's a good writer, I think. Now I'm going to go back to an email that we got from Amber. Earlier we talked about the new uh, Pixar movie that deals with periods. And there we were saying, oh, geez, what do you do? Do you like have to have a situation ready um, if you have a daughter in school and it happens for the first time? And she said, when my daughter was in middle school, we kept a little bag in her backpack. It had pads. It had an extra pair of underwear. It had some wet wipes. We did this before she got her period, and she actually still keeps backups in her backpack as a high school. That's a great idea. Great so, idea. Yeah. By the way, uh, another email that came through, somebody asking where on the website they can donate. MyTalk1071.com. Boom. It's right there. right there. Just click on the biggest box that you see. It'll say my talkers for Ukraine. You can always put in keyword Ukraine as well. Correct. There you go. Okay. Uh, Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a little break? We might have Igor calling us. Okay. And if not, we have TikTok videos to share with you on what could (laughs) also still be a TikTok Tuesday. All that coming up. Stay with us. It's Don and Steve. All right, guys. We're back. Thanks for listening. Right now, our global neighbors in Ukraine are in distress. They need help. So, my talk has partnered with Alight to do the doable to raise funds to send directly to the people and refugees from Ukraine. So, we've got a Alight has got a team in Poland providing relief and here to talk with us. We've got them to talk in more detail about what is happening is Alight's water and shelter advisor Igor uh, Radonjic. Calling us from Poland. Igor, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. It's been a busy day. Oh, my gosh. I can... you guys. And I really appreciate you, you doing this. My gosh. Uh, well, listen, we, we appreciate you being able to reach out to us to take time out of what we would imagine is an extremely busy and tense and draining time right now for you and the team at Alight who are doing uh, just really wonderful work by supplying needs for Ukrainian refugees and um, even getting some materials into those who are still in Ukraine. I, I would like to start with just a, a basic question, sort of generic, but since we are so far away from you and from what you are seeing, when someone, a friend calls you at the end of the day and says, tell me what it's like, what are you seeing right now? How do you describe that? Yeah, it's um, an incessant uh, flood of humanity you know, going through the Medica border. Medica border uh, is, I guess, out of some 1.2, maybe more today, because I haven't checked the news. I've been on the ground all the time. Several hundred thousand, when you know, came in, uh, crossed into Poland through Medica border. So uh, there's uh, volunteers, there's uh, Polish Red Cross, you know, uh, an incessant flow of buses taking people uh, here from the border uh, to... Uh, the reception center, which is some yeah, six miles away, uh, in a nearby town, uh, where they get you know the the food and uh, registers for transports to other reception centers, and uh, we're here to help a group of volunteers uh, deliver uh, 
is if we do the double, deliver aid to the people who wait for these buses to take them elsewhere in Poland and uh, and elsewhere in Europe uh, to find accommodation, to, to find sanctuary, you know, a place of respite. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it can, you know, it can get really crowded here. Eagle. And, uh, yeah, getting food to the people, getting some uh, medical assistance, getting some, uh, you know, just words of support, psychological first aid. Mm-hmm. This is what these uh, volunteers that we're supposed supporting, uh, that's what they're doing on a daily basis, 24-7, over the past 12, 13 days since this crisis started. And uh, just amazing human beings, amazing humanitarians. And we're proud to be here to help them. These are these are Polish citizens and Polish Red Cross and uh, Boy and Girl Scouts of Poland. Wow. And uh, a number of uh, well-meaning individuals, volunteers, registered here with the authorities to help. Igor, can I ask where what type of shelter is available to be provided to the you know the people coming from Ukraine? I can't imagine how you house so many families and you're looking in the you know million you know a million plus people it's it's really super cold here you know it's it's minnesota better hmm. right. uh, i i visited minnesota several times and uh, it can get like to minus 15 here which is what they minus 15 celsius i'm not sh- exactly sure what that is in in Fahrenheit, it's really, really cold. Yeah. And, you know, the typical tent, tent type of tents and uh, kind of canopies, the typical type of shelter that would work in warmer climates, climate simply does not work here. Right. So the Poland, uh, Polish government and civil society and just ordinary citizens are providing uh, accommodation in the indoors, uh, heated indoors centers like repurposed sports uh, facilities and oh, yeah. repurposed Tesco shopping mall and uh, homes of the people who provide, uh, you know, support and uh, a helping hand uh, for, you know, at least for the first weeks and, and months that people are most likely to spend here because uh, we don't see we don't see any signs of this flow ebbing or stopping anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, for those who are just tuning in, we're talking right now with Igor Radonjic, who is live calling us from Poland. He teams up with Alight to help out these Ukrainian families who have suddenly become refugees as they flee their war-torn homes. Uh, there's an opportunity for you. Go to mytalk1071.com. You will see an opportunity for you to donate right there on our main page. You can use the keyword Ukraine to donate. We would love it if you would donate. Igor, we only have a couple of minutes before our show ends. I do want to ask you this, and I can't think of an eloquent way to ask this question, but as you see these families uh, arriving in Poland and then sort of figuring out, okay, where do we go next? This sounds like such a silly way to ask this question, but what are you seeing from them? What sort of emotional state do the Ukrainian people who have just gotten to Poland in hopes of finding safety, how do they appear to be doing when they arrive to you guys? Uh, There's a lot of fear and anxiety, you know, uncertainty ahead of them. And uh, I must say, you know, it's not just, you know, you arrive uh, to the border and you cross and you're there. It's uh, 
uh, hours upon hours, I spoke to uh, a gentleman called Mikhail. That's not his real name, but for the sake of privacy of our mm-hmm. beneficiary here, Mikhail in his 40s told me, you know, we walked like for 20 hours, 20 oh. hours, you know, to get to the Ukraine border crossing and then crossing into Poland and now and then waiting for the buses to take them to this reception center. Uh, you know, then the, uh, the volunteers that we support providing psychosocial first aid, providing practical information like, okay, this is where you wait the bus for the bus. This is the warm shelter that you can take until the bus arrives. Uh, and it's really freezing cold. And then, uh, you know, simple things like internet access to call the loved ones who remain, stay back in, in Ukraine or, you know, they have friends in, in Poland or elsewhere in the European Union just to connect and, uh, you know, uh, say hello and I'm, I'm well I, I arrived so uh, we're, so uh, we're trying to do what, what we can it's kind of a theme in reality yeah they are yeah. They're coming mm-hmm. from the the horror of war crossing right. the border and then uh, you know waiting here uh, the Polish soil to get you know further into Europe so we're trying to before before they move on and they sometimes they can wait for hours and hours because uh, it's really congested here. We're trying to do help, you know, any, in any way we can. So, uh, that's, well, it all adds up. Everything that you do, yeah. And, and we want to we want to tell you this. Uh, my talkers will continue to donate. We are now over thirty three thousand dollars that has been raised for a light. Uh, if you're listening right now, please go to mytalk1071.com. Donate today. Uh, this matters. Every donation adds up, and it helps mm-hmm. these Ukrainian families. Igor, in closing, we just want to say. On behalf of My Talk 1071, on behalf of Minnesotans, we say thank you to you and the team at Alight who you really are doing God's work in such a difficult, trying time for these families. And please uh, send our love from Minnesota to the entire team at Alight and everybody that you come in contact with as you try to help. Again, go to MyTalk1071.com. You can donate there um, and every dollar matters and it is a really scary and difficult situation for them so uh, put your money to good work today thank you we'll see you back here tomorrow